You're listening to the Entree Spirit Podcast, where everything we talk about is related to entrepreneurship. Yes, entrepreneurship can be a crazy ride, but the good news is we're in this together. I'm Sarah Law, and here's your host and my husband, Matt Law. Well, thank you, Sarah Law, and welcome everyone to episode four, Communication and Clarity, How Entrepreneurs Can Get More Done with Less Effort. And as entrepreneurs, we all want to achieve more, don't we? Uh, You want to do more, but often we feel like we don't have enough time to get everything on our list completed. Well, in today's episode, we're going to give you some great tips for getting things done and tell you why doing more isn't always the best solution. Stick around. We got a great show for you today. You can have a job or you can have a career or you can have a calling. And the best thing is to have a calling. Joy is the feeling that we have from doing what we are fashioned to do. There is no such thing as failure. Learn from every mistake. I'd write down my priorities in life, and I'd get committed to certain priorities. It's kind of ironic that I'm a dropout because I I read more. I like to learn as as much as anyone I know. People say... You you have to have a lot of passion for what you're doing. If you don't love it, if you're not having fun doing it, you don't really love it, uh, you're going to give up. All right, everyone, welcome back to the show. We are glad that you are with us. And so we are talking about getting things done. And uh, every entrepreneur I've I've ever met. They wish they had more hours in the day to get things done. Mm. The problem is we all have the same amount of time. We all have 24 hours and uh, we've learned this kind of the hard way, haven't we? And so there's a time in our lives where we really believe that if we just did a whole lot more, if we just put in that extra effort, put in 120%, that one day it would pay off, Right. you know, and we would work our, our, ourselves to the bone, you know, work our tails off. But the problem is, is that doing more isn't sustainable. No, it's not. And uh, we used to talk about this a lot and you'd say, well, you know, you can't burn both ends of the stick because you can't do that forever. You know, you, you can't. And so I know a lot of entrepreneurs, we've met a lot of entrepreneurs who add more ideas. uh, They add more tasks and they do all of this in hopes that it will, will pay off. And they, do more and more and they don't have the staff to support it and uh, they burn both ends of the stick and it ends up really hurting them because it's not a sustainable lifestyle and it's not a life of balance you know and if you can't sustain that pace that 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 rapid work effort all the time if you can't sustain it you're not going to be able to continue doing this and we learned this so in in our training company we just had so many different ideas and tools and resources that were available for our customers and it was valuable to our customers. But the problem was we had so many things that we were working on to bring value that it took so much to sustain them. And so we weren't able to really focus on what the next right decision was. Right. And uh, when, when we owned the mortgage business, when the housing crisis was really I mean, it was, we were, we have, we would get a loan ready to close. And then the company we were selling the loan to would go out of business. I mean, we would see, it was a crazy, crazy time. People couldn't buy houses. We were, it was just a really hard time. 
And I would work in the daytime with my staff and with our loan officers. And then I would come home at night and I'd try to figure out the ideas. Yeah. And I'd end up staying up till one, two, three o'clock in the morning sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes all night. Trying to figure yeah. things out. And, um, you know, that wasn't sustainable at all. You know, no, 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 in fact, what happened to you? Yeah. No one can live on a few hours of sleep. And so even though I was young, 29 years old, I uh, wasn't overweight, nope. no history of this illness. I ended up getting type two diabetes right, and getting really, really sick. And it was a lesson that I learned that you can't burn both ends of the stick. And so a lot of entrepreneurs uh, you're listening today, you you're driven, you want to get things done and you want to to really push hard to, to put in that extra effort. And in, in business and in life, there are seasons that you will have to do a little bit more at that. But here's what I want you to know. You cannot sustain a hundred miles an hour, a hundred percent all the time forever because you will burn yourself out. And so what we've learned through the years is that less is more. And uh, sometimes by doing less, you can actually get further ahead than if you just worked. But the secret is working on the the right things. And so what we're going to talk to you about today in this episode is, is how to have crystal clear, I mean, awesome clarity in what your objectives are and how to communicate in a way that's almost automated where you're just sharing information together. We've had to learn that it's the secret of success is to slow down and to really think because I, I, I've met so many entrepreneurs that their schedules are loaded with wasted things. And so Sarah and I were talking about this episode a few minutes ago, and we're talking about um, how many entrepreneurs we know that aren't doing the things that we're going to share with you in this episode that are just so, so simple. And we're talking about very, very successful people, but they're their calendars are filled with wasted meetings, wasted conversations, tasks that don't matter, and, and they're they're close to burnout. And so what we want to encourage you is you don't have to burn out. You can actually do less, spend less time, feel more energized, okay? And it's because you are going to be focused on the 80-20 principle. That's you're going to spend, you know, the the 20% of effort that delivers 80% of your results. And so we have learned through the years that less is more. And you have to have a margin in your schedule because in life, there's crazy things that we're going to come up. Things you know? come up. Yeah. Things come up all the time. You know, the your, your kid is sick. Uh, you know, you, you get sick. And so, so many entrepreneurs are, their schedules are so jam-packed that if one thing doesn't work out, it's like a house of cards. And so we want to encourage yes. you that you can set a pace that is sustainable in the long run. You can do less and um, and you can actually uh, have more of an impact. And so the secret for us is learning to say a powerful two-letter word. What's that word, honey? No. No. No one likes to hear the word no, especially if mm-hmm. it's you know someone wanting more from you. Right. But, but we believe that success isn't in what you say in regards to saying yes to things, but it's in what you say when you say no to things. Because as entrepreneurs, there's so many opportunities and ideas. I mean, there's no shortage of ideas. I mean, how many ideas have I had through the years? I mean, oh my goodness, like a lot. there's, there's no, I can't come I up with gonna, a number for that. There's I, always an I idea. Had, I had some really bad ones. I was going to start a business flipping cars on eBay, which I know nothing about fixing vehicles. So that would have been a bad one. Then I was going to start a lawn care business one time and 
and I hate like manual labor. So that wouldn't have been good. I like mowing my own lawn, but (laughs) I I had a lot of ideas and you guys have so many ideas out there, but if you say yes to everything, then there's no margin for the unexpected. And so I'm going to encourage you by saying no to a lot of things, you're going to see greater success. And just an example, like last December, we were planning out everything for an organization that we run. And we're like, well, we could do this, this, and this. And then we just looked at each other and we're like, we, we're going to complicate it. Let's say no for now because we don't have the, the team to help us yet. Let's just say no and let it go for a little bit. It's not going to make a difference to the bottom line. It's not going to make a difference to the growth, the finances, or anything. We're going to say no. And by saying no, we gave ourselves a lot more margin. Right. What would you say to... Uh somebody who's leading a team, you know, we're talking about you and I, but what if they have a team that they're leading and their team members are getting that? No. What would you suggest? Well, they can't, how to, how would they handle that? Well, so you, you as the entrepreneur, as the leader, you know, the direction and really you should. And this goes back to, um, having a vision for your company right. and having clarity in your vision. So if, if you are taking time to to develop that vision for your company and the future for your company, then then you should know better than anybody what the next steps are for growth, the next you know the next three months, the next year. And so when people come along and they want to they want to add stuff to your plate that they expect you to say yes, whether it's a customer, whether it is a staff member or someone you are leading, you have to show them the why. Like, hey, we are going to get to that one day, but we've got to give these things now because these things matter most. And and really you're the ones like people will add more to your plate, but you are the ones, the entrepreneurs, are the ones that have to set boundaries for their lives so that they, they don't burn out and, and focus on what really matters the most. And so what we're talking about today is two powerful things. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very two powerful things. And so the first one is having clarity yes. and Clarity means you, there's no ambiguity. You know exactly what has to happen, what has to be done. And so we're going to talk about clarity. Number one has to be super clear. I don't know if there's any other way to say it. You have to know what's coming. And the second thing you have to have is open communication. Yes. And so today, as we kind of go on, we're going to share our simple system. It's it's really not a big deal. And there's a lot of ways to do it. We'll talk about the technology at the end, but it's our simple system that we use to have crystal clear clarity and to have open communication as we go. So this is going to be our simple system. And I think it will help a lot of you because even though it's simple to us, uh, I've been around a lot, a lot of entrepreneurs, hundreds over the years, and I know very, very few of them that have a communication or a task system like ours that we use. Very few people do this. So hopefully it will really, really help you and allow you to, to get more, more done. So we're going to go through that. So we had a, a crazy week last week, didn't we? Pretty busy. It was busy. It's, you know, I think it's important for us to share that, you know, yes, we're at home and we're working together, but we have a lot of things that we're doing. Right. And, uh, amongst the business stuff that we're managing, the nonprofit that we're uh, leading, then there's also family too. And a lot of you can relate to that. And the family stuff can be as big as the other responsibilities too. Right. So 
yeah, we had two meetings for our nonprofit. You had meetings. I had meetings each for about two hours individually. And then you had calls because we're in the middle of renovating our building. Yeah. We talked to the drywall company, uh, the HVAC contractor. Organizing a huge Mm -hmm. renovation project. And then as I uh, work with uh, one of my consulting, you know, clients, uh, we had a, a pretty uh, short meeting uh, and then I had a lot of a couple tasks and things I need to do to help them with their growth. So I worked on that for a few hours. Uh, so, so that was busy. And then we started planning our, our new venture, like right. our, our e-commerce business. And so we're, we have to go slow. And this is the thing, the more you have on your plate, the more, important it is to have clarity on what you do because you just don't have time, you know? Right. So, you'll just get, you'll just start working and you'll just spin your wheels, spin your wheels on things, on things that are really important right, right now. A lot right. of things that we waste our time on, they seem important, but in the grand scheme of things, they're not, right. you know, they can, they can be pushed out to the next week or the week after that, there might be more pressing things that need to happen in the moment. Right. And that's, we're going to get into the, the planning phase of that. And so on our, our e-commerce business, we got our, our purchase, our new domain, and we started working on our logo and we met with a product manufacturer to kind of help us, a product development specialist. And, and we just spent a lot of time planning on that. So we blocked out some time to plan on that. We, we did our new publishing, our publishing business. We launched our podcast show. We've been working on it a long time and developing the sound and all that, but it was time for us to launch it. And so we did that last week. And so this was a lot of things that happened. But besides business, like you were saying, honey, we had a busy week just at our house, like things that, that we yeah, had to do. Yeah, the typical family stuff, cleaning your house, grocery shopping. We mm-hmm. did a bunch of yard work and put down 12 yards of mulch, actually. Yeah. We had friends over for dinner. Yeah. We worked out two times. Right. And so even besides all the work we've did, we did work on our house. We were able to exercise. We went on a couple of walks with our girls. Yep. And um, we even squeezed a lunch date out of all of that. Went to church on Sunday and we still slept you know, eight hours a week. And we did all that without killing each other or fighting to, I don't remember if we fought last week. I don't think we did. No, I don't no, think no so. No fights last week. So that's, <laughs> that's, so good, that, news. So that's good. So, and we're not saying any of this to brag, but I, no. I, I, just, I want you to hear this is like, as a couple, we get a lot done. It wasn't always like this. Okay. Nope. We've had to develop this. And just like if you're not working with your spouse or you're working with a, a team member, it's going to take time for you guys to learn how to set up the rules of the system you are you are using. So we're going to share with you our system, okay? But it's not about perfection. It's about progress. And so as I share with you kind of our system for communication and for clarity, as I share that, you got to know that we haven't always had this together. No. You know, there was a time that uh, I was burning both ends of the stick. We didn't have a calendar. We didn't have a task list. We just were going, 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 ended up sick with diabetes. There's right. been times in other companies that um, I've shared a calendar, um, but w- we didn't have a personal calendar shared. It, there's a lot of things that that we have done wrong. And you know, a great quote is you learn nothing new from the second kick from a horse. Mm-hmm. Like, so you've been kicked by a horse once, learn from it. Right. So we've been kicked at times. And so we're going to share with you kind of what we've learned and kind of our system that we use to get a lot done as, as we kind of, kind of work together. And, and the secret is the system because we're not, you know, superhumans by any chance, right? You're, you're not either, no matter how smart you are, or educated you are, 
you can't remember everything all the time. So you have to have a system in place. And so for us, this is our team. So right now in our, our organizations, it's me and Sarah leading. Um, we don't have other employees. Now we have employees in the past and I'll talk to you a little bit later about sharing information with your team, but we had a lot of employees in the past mm-hmm. and uh, have led a lot of people at times. But right now in our roles, it's me and Sarah. Now there's other people we're connected to like people that help serve in our nonprofits. There's people, our customers in our consulting business. Uh, there's other people connected, but I'm talking about leading and, and remember the secret is having clarity and open communication or right. shared, shared communication. So let's start off by telling you our system and, and kind of how we do this. So it, it all starts with planning and having time. So in the Entree Spirit, in our book, The Entree Spirit, we talk about vision and the secret uh, of having a vision that doesn't grow stale and, and working on what really matters is having time to daydream, to brainstorm, to just kind of collaborate internally on all the things that you want to do. And and this is definitely something we see in very, very successful entrepreneurs. But one thing I think about, it's something we've not done well in the past. Not always. Yeah. No. And so we would get working on things that didn't matter. And, and we would say, hey, we, we got we to gotta slow down and we got to plan this out. But the problem is we never had time to plan anything out. Because we were just too busy too busy getting to work and spinning right. our wheels because we had no clarity on right. what was next right so now part of our system I w- but we're committed I'll, we're committed. to a different way yeah absolutely so on Monday mornings usually it's Monday mornings but if Monday's like a holiday we'll do it on Tuesday um, our first thing we do usually is, is after uh, our oldest daughter is dropped off from school um, and I may start a little bit early just looking at information, but we do our first calendar meeting. And so we use a shared calendar. So don't get caught up in the technology yet. We'll get to the technology, but we use a shared calendar app where uh, if I add something to the calendar, uh, Sarah can see it right away. Uh, it gives her a notification. Um, if, if she adds something to the calendar, I see it right away. And so our first meeting is probably about, you know, maybe 10 minutes kind of looking at the calendar and seeing what's coming up. Right. And, and so we'll see, Hey, there, Matt's got lunch on Wednesday or I'm going out of town this, this Friday for a conference. Like we talked about that and we just, we sat down and we talked about everything from, you know, what are we going to do this week? What's on the plans and everything is on the calendar. And so the first thing we do is we look at our calendar so we can see kind of what is available. Right. You know, for that week. And so I'll tell you with our shared calendar, we always add everything to the calendar. Yes. And so whether that's it's, a habit that mm, we've had to really um, be committed to right. is as soon as something pops up, as soon as somebody schedules something with us, it goes on the calendar immediately. Right. So some we're we having dinner with a family here in April and that's already on the calendar. They invite us to something special. Our summer vacations on the calendar. Um, uh, anything that's a big deal that's coming up is on the calendar. Plus everything that we have for work, for our nonprofits, for, uh, all of, all of our events are on there. So mm-hmm. we, we block those, those off. And so once we're done talking about what's coming up for that week, it gives us a pretty good idea of what kind of time we're going to have. Right. Like, 
And so then we go over to our shared task list or our shared to-do list. And so again, don't get caught up in the technology. We'll talk about that, but we have a to-do system, like an app that we use so that we can share our to-dos. And so we kind of have our to-dos broken down into like our personal, like our lives, like, you know, like, Hey, call the doctor type of stuff. Right. And, um, you know, like today Schedule, you're like schedule a tree trimmer. Yeah. And add more, like call the mulch company home to, stuff. to get them to deliver more mulch, stuff like that. And then we have one for our nonprofit. Uh, we have, which is all of the things we have to do with the nonprofit. We have everything to do with our publishing company, which like relating to creating content and doing the podcast and, and writing. We have one for our new e-commerce business and it's got tasks in there. And I have one for, you know, when I kind of consult with businesses that has things on there as well. So we've got these lists. I think there's one for home renovations and stuff like that, but it's, it's basically a, a master to-do list that we share. Right. And um, Sarah can add something and I can see it. I can add something and she sees it. She can check something off and then it's gone out of the list. So it's a shared system. So after we get through our calendar and we've looked through our calendar, then we start organizing our to-do list. I think it's important to note that our to-do list, we can set a date for those items. Yes. And so we will look and say, well, what on Monday, let's work on this stuff. And then on Tuesday, let's move all of this stuff to right. this list. And so the shared to-do list, I think, is so key because, you know, sometimes you'll have an idea. You can assign the tasks to a person, yeah. too. Yeah, that's right. So we can assign it. You can also create recurring tasks, which is mm -hmm. good if it's something we have to do every, every week, week on which, the same day, which, which we have those yeah, items. We have a lot of those. Yeah. Yep. And so what's great about this is like during, during our, our planning meeting, and this is like, this is not a big deal, folks. It's like 15, 20 minutes. Like here's our calendar. Here's some things that we're working on. It's a quick, you know, let's get organized, you know, meeting. And, um, and, and once we do that, you know, sometimes during the week, you'll have an idea for like, oh my gosh, I've got, I forgot we, we got to do this. And what we do is we'll add it to our to-do list, but not put a date on it so that mm -hmm. it will come up the next week and we kind of look at it. Hey, when are, when are we going to get that done? So the first thing we have, and, and we'll wrap up that meeting and then we'll usually go to work, but here's a couple of other things that I will, I will help you with. So we have a shared calendar, which is, is super important to see, um, what's happening that week. We have a shared to-do list. So we know what task we have, but we also have uh, a couple of other things that we share. We have shared notes and so there's a shared notebook where we can go in and we can make a note called, I don't know, like ideas for, for, um, you know, growth or our marketing ideas. A lot of research can go into this too. If you are collaborating on a certain product launch or right. new marketing strategy, and one of your team members may be, uh, assigned to, uh, research a certain area, you know, you can put those ideas in that in a shared, and in a yeah, shared notebook. notebook and be able to collaborate on that yeah. as a team. So in ours, you can upload like PDFs, you yep. can, you can paste, you know, uh, websites and notes. And so uh, we, we use this for everything, every sharing a bunch of information. So you have, you know, what's coming on the calendar, right? There's the calendar, you know what the immediate tasks are, but the notes are like research content. It's like articles and higher level thinking. Yeah. And it's something like as a team, like you can collaborate as a team on there. Right. So if you're, 
you're doing something each week, like if you're having a meeting each week, you can post, you know, your meeting notes in there. So everyone has a copy of that. So think of it as like a, a notebook that you share that is available, you know, for everyone to see. Now, the next thing that Sarah and I share is, is our outward communication through email. So we share an email account um, for our organizations where we can both access it. So I should say there's, there's multiple email addresses in there, but what I'll tell you is that we can both access the email. So what's great is if it's an email that comes in uh, and she wants to reply, she can reply if it's something I can handle. Or so say we're talking on Monday and it's like, oh, we got to get back to so-and-so then we both have access to that email. So whoever is going to do that task. And so it allows us to just get to information so much easier, so much faster. Right. The other thing we share is our browser, which is a Chrome browser, which allows us to share bookmarks. So if we add a bookmark and we have a separate Chrome uh, account for each of our, our, our entities or things that, that we lead. So we have one for the nonprofit. We have one for, um, our consulting clients. We have one for our new e-commerce startup. We, we have these and why is because it, it saves our passwords mm-hmm. and it saves our bookmarks. Yeah. And, the information relating to those specific areas. Now let me show, let me tell you why this works and why it makes sense. And you're like, okay, Matt, that's, that's super basic. Okay. We can share this. Right. And so if you are a solopreneur right now, you're like, this is, is irrelevant, but let me tell you something. The moment you hire your first person, the moment you, you add the first person that you're training and bringing on your team, this is going to become so, so important. And some of you have uh, big organizations and you're leading lots of people and you're growing, but there's chaos there. And it's because you are not sharing information care, uh, clearly. Now, let me explain this. So I've met so many business owners like, hey, can we get together on, you know, so-and-so for a meeting? And they're like, I don't even know what my calendar is. And I'm thinking, how how crazy Or is- you can't add certain people that need to be on the, at that meeting right. because you don't know what they're doing, their what their availability is. Technology exists, folks, so that calendars can be shared, right? Mm-hmm. So you can see other people's calendars. And there's all kinds of permissions to be set up. But if you are leading others or are going to lead them one day, you have to think about how you can share information because here's what I see with, with a lot of people that are busy. They're so busy wasting time. Like, Hey, can you meet here? Hey, can you meet here? Hey. And they could just share that information. So when, when Sarah and I book an appointment, I'm not saying, Hey, you know, can you do this? Can you do that? I already see what's on the calendar. Yeah. We already know, like if she has something that day, then I know that, Hey, I, I can't ask her to do this because she has something on that day. So when we have a shared calendar, guess what folks, we don't have to communicate about our schedule. Yeah. Right. The just, little stuff we, we don't have to look. communicate about. Right. It's yeah. Right. It's so already, we, it's already we, clarified. We already know. Right. And so we're communicating. This is what's powerful. You're communicating without words. So like, for example, you, you hire your, your first staff member, all right. They, they come on board and all of a sudden, you know, they, they, they're going to be out at the doctor's. You're like, and you, you're planning a meeting, but if you could just look at their calendar and say, Oh, up oh, there, they're at a doctor's appointment, you would know. So having a shared calendar gives you clarity. Having a shared to-do list, all right, that that you are sharing, you're basically communicating to to the team, all right. If you have a shared list, say, hey, these are all of our objectives that we're kind of working on, and people can see that. And so when someone adds something, they're communicating, or when they check something off, they're communicating that something's been done. Either way, you're communicating 
again, without having to stop, call a meeting, do all of this stuff and right. say, hey, and it's it's a way for you to communicate. So your to-do list and your calendar gives you incredible clarity. But if you share them, it also gives you ability to communicate uh, what's what's being done. And same with the notes as well. Now, let's talk a little bit about technology, because I think if you're listening to this, you're probably like, oh, my gosh, I'm I'm overwhelmed. You know, like I, I don't. Uh, I want to do something like this, but how, how can I? So there's a couple different options. So let's start with like the simplest version out there. And so Sarah and I use uh, Apple products. And so we have iPhones and we have Mac computers and um, we use, I, we use iCloud. So there's a task system uh, in iCloud where you can share, you know, it's called reminders or the reminders app. And what we do is we create shared lists and we share them. And so, you know, we can share that way, but what's it, we also share our calendar and uh, we share our notes, but there's lots of other ways. So both Google and Microsoft, like uh, G Suite or, or, or the Google enterprise platform and, and Microsoft, you know, Office 360, like they have where you can share notes. Like, and so right. I, when you worked in the school system, you used uh, the notes application there, but there's so many of these that are out there and you're like, well, I can't share my browser with a new staff. All right. Well, you can make a, a generic Chrome browser for the company that everyone has, has access to, but there's other things like password managers. So we used, um, last pass. There's like uh, commercial enterprise versions of RoboForm. There's these, these applications where, so you can share passwords and how great is that, that you're able to, you know, give passwords and share passwords. It's so inconvenient and so annoying that someone does not get work done because they don't have access to an account. You know? Right. They don't or, have the tool they need. Or they don't have access to your notes. Like you have a, you have a, a administrative assistant, you guys that are, are CEOs, you, you want to hire an administrative assistant. They can have access to your calendar, right? So they can add stuff to your calendar. They can remove stuff. So if they're answering the phone, they can respond to emails on your behalf. So you can actually delegate access to your account and they can log in and respond. So we've had, I've had virtual assistants in the past and assistants that would log into my account and, you know, respond and do work for me on my behalf. And so by being able to share emails and passwords and notes and all of that together, what you're doing is you're able to communicate without, you know, without actually having to do any verbal or written communication. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a way that you create the system and, and it gets things done. And in, in regards to getting clarity, right. You know, this all goes back to slowing down and having, having vision. And so, so many times I think in the past we would just start on a to-do list, Mm. you know? Right. And we would just, Hey, when I get stuff checked off and we want to, and the problem is, is if you don't spend enough time talking and planning, right. About mm-hmm. what matters, you end up filling your task that week or that day or that hour with things that, you know, don't really matter. And when you collaborate, like when we have our collaboration meetings and we talk about our to do's, like if I have an idea that is like, I want to do that week. And it's, it's really not going to impact us. You'll say, Hey, Hey, maybe we shouldn't do that right now. You know, you know, or if, if we're, you know, if you have an idea that it's like, well, maybe that's not a big priority yet. We, because we collaborate about our task, 
we're able to see, you know, so much. Move stuff around and adjust mm-hmm. your, your schedule according to the time that you have and what, uh, what the best way to be efficient would right. be. And so this is why it's so important to write it down. Everything that comes into your mind, you have to have a dumping ground for it. Right. Um, otherwise, it's just going to cloud your thoughts. It's going to get in the way. It's going to hinder productivity and right. efficiency. There was a book that I read years ago. It's called Getting Things Done. I think it's by David Allen. And it talks about having a mind like water. And what it is, is every time you think about something you got to do or you have an idea, you put it into some place that you can organize it. Now that's a, it's a kind of a complicated to do or, or a to do idea or system with folders and all this other stuff. But for me, it's like, uh, what I got out of it is like when I, I have an idea or a task or, or something I need to do, it goes into our system or an appointment. And so you and I are both really, really good at putting things into our, calendar we're committed to this yes and if it goes in there we're committed to if it's important we're committed to getting it done right so um part of making this work is first to be committed to the system right to put stuff in there but um if something just keeps pushing out and pushing out and pushing out then you have to evaluate like is that even an important task right. anymore like right. i i either am dragging my feet cuz i don't want to do it or it doesn't it's matter. just doesn't matter right and so i think seeing the process of even your behaviors yeah. through that is valuable because those items that inevitably get pushed out further right. and further right. you're like oh okay is that just i right don't want to do that or I need to do it. And I don't, I just, you have to, you have to evaluate, you know, your behaviors. So again, I think guys, you got to be committed to your system, right? And you got to keep each other accountable. So if someone's on your team, they're going to have to use it. Like if don't let them do their own thing, because it's so important for the team to communicate like that. So again, for us, it's our calendar, shared calendars are so key. And then Having that meeting that, you know, it doesn't have to be long once a week. What are our priorities this week? What are we doing? That goes on the task list for everybody on your team. Whoever's going to do what, get it on a shared task list. You can see what's happening as, as you go, make sure you're sharing notes. If you're adding information and then having access to the information, whether it's through email, browsers, passwords, whatever, those are the systems that we use. And it makes our workflow so much faster, so much easier. And so I think that's about wrapping up our podcast for today. Is there anything you want to add here as we go? No, I think that does wrap it up. Wrap it up. So we want to encourage you, no matter where you are at in the entrepreneurial journey, you know, it is a journey. It's a process. And uh, what we do here at Entree Spirit, um, our podcast is all about encouraging entrepreneurs. And so that's why we created this podcast. That's why... Uh, we publish our book, The Entree Spirit. And so I want to give you a, a great opportunity here. It won't cost you anything. Um, uh, Sarah and I decided to purchase 1,000 copies of our new book. And we purchased them from Amazon. And we also have some paperback copies as well. And we had to spend money to buy our ebooks and our books from Amazon. But here's what's great. You can request a free digital copy or paperback copy of the book 
and uh, we will send it to you for free. So what's great is if you go to our website and you request a copy of our free book through the podcast, what's great is we will send you over a redemption code and will be added to your Kindle library. If you want a paperback version, you can go there and check out on our site. It's free. The book is actually free. All you have to pay is for the envelope and the postage that we will send it. There's one caveat. It's only available for people that are inside of the United States. First of all, uh, Amazon has a policy that if you're buying a book and you're giving it away, it has to be in the same country. So we've purchased those inside of the USA. So we will send you a copy for that if you're inside of the USA. If you're in the USA and you want a paperback version of our book, unfortunately, it would cost us too much to ship overseas or out of the country And so we're only giving away those to people who are in the United States. If you're interested in our offer, you can go to entrespirit.com forward slash free. That's entrespirit.com forward slash free to request a free copy of our book and resources. There's also some cool bonus videos that you'll get access to as well. So thank you again for joining us and spending some time. We hope you guys have an amazing day. Bye. You've been listening to the Entree Spirit Podcast. Be sure to pick up a copy of our new book, The Entree Spirit, the DNA of self-starters and people who get things done. For behind-the-scenes videos and more free resources, please visit entreespirit.com. Entree Spirit.